What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Extra Point Podcast presented by Bleacher Fan Sports. As always, your host, Tommy Buns, here with Sully and Jones. We've got a good show for you. We're going to talk the weekend in college basketball. We're going to defend the wall, get into a little NBA and MLB because baseball is finally back, people. Let's get it going, boys, though. It was a fantastic weekend of college basketball after a lackluster first two rounds of the tournament, aside from a couple games in there. This weekend was everything I wanted it to be and more. Biggest uh, margin of victory was six points, two games. Texas Tech won by six, and Auburn won by six. Michigan State-Duke one-point game. Virginia-Purdue overtime, five-point game in the end. Great, the great NBA, weekend of basketball. Not the Sweet 16. The Sweet 16, there were some blowouts. Oh, yeah, but I'm not. That was, that was what, Thursday, Friday? That was... That's so long ago, I can't that even think about it. That was a whole 24 hours oh, beforehand. Yeah, yeah that, was, that was way before. UNC, the spread is five because they want you to bet Auburn. Oh, yeah, that was dumb. Oh, but man. I didn't touch that one. I did not touch that one. And on Elite Eight, not to fucking brag, guy went 3-0-1. Would have been uh, 4-0 if Purdue didn't fucking let Virginia just do whatever they want at the end of there. That, that, that was the game of the tournament. Purdue Virginia that was yeah that's a bad that, that buzzer beater was insane yeah. and he that was like that was I thought Purdue had the game of the tournament when they played Tennessee and then <laughs> back to back yeah and then they time. they won up to themselves yeah that was that was crazy and I mean obviously Duke Michigan State what a game that was yeah that was a great game too yeah I, w- I whiffed hard on North Carolina but nailed Kentucky <laughs> yeah yeah, that's right. Yeah, North Carolina. Yeah, which Kentucky the, game? The six, Houston. Houston game. Yeah. 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 I like I, I like Kentucky against, man. I, I they blew think, it against a team they should have beaten. I, over. I liked them a lot. I yeah, think, I liked them. I liked them again. PJ Washington was huge. He had like eighteen in that game. Yeah, I was I was shocked they lost to Auburn. I was too. They it, they at one point they they missed eight of twelve free throws. So I mean they're one of the best free throw shooting team that kind of sealed their fate. It was like. It was like a, like with like twelve minutes to five minutes of the game, they shot. You can't miss. You can't shoot thirty three percent and like expect to win. How about Cal with the fucking lifetime contract, bro? Oh yeah, what you lose in the Elite Eight and you get a lifetime contract because someone else is showing a little interest in you. Like you're ever gonna leave Kentucky anyways? Apparently that that's been on his um that's been on his table for a month. Yeah, like who? He's not gonna leave Kentucky anyways. You didn't need to offer him a lifetime fucking contract. No, but neither, neither, neither of them are leaving in the next ten years. No. no. Yeah, I mean, he could be. What? He's only won one title, but I mean, it, none. Most of these coaches don't have many. Yeah, I mean, like Coach how K is like Beheim? a god and has five. Yeah, how yeah. many does Bayheim have? One. One. Yeah. yeah. What it, Williams is? I think what, he, has he has three, four, three or four. Yeah. I think he has four because he won one at Kansas too. Kansas. Right? Yeah, I think. He oh, has that's four. right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Cal, obviously, I mean, he's a t- he's a guy that gets you there. He's gotten so many teams to the Final Four. He's got, I he's mean, got the, He's got 81% win percentage since, like, 2014, I think. That's the yeah. thing. Like, you know whether he wins or not, you know for a fact he's always going to be able to recruit. 
because he streamlines players to the NBA, and at the end of the day, that's all they give a fuck about. Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, even way back, I mean, at UMass, he got to the Final Four. With UMass, he took out Georgetown. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that, that's really <laughs> yeah. when he – Yeah, I mean, that's he not, to, that's not to undermine Andy, but... undermine his coaching. He's a phenomenal coach. Yeah. No, but... it just I think it just shows how hard it is to win it in NCA. And people are like, oh, he only has one. He doesn't have one. Jay Wright just got his first one a couple years ago. I mean, it's just you're going to get you got to win six games in a row. I mean, to, due to the format, it's the most difficult championship it's, it's the most to win difficult in sports. By far. That's why I have more respect, and I, Coach K is in like a league of his own compared to other coaches for me personally in other sports. Yeah. Oh yeah. I just some I don't know how people don't like Bill Saban, Phil Jackson. They're all great. I think Coach K is better than all of them. I just. Yeah. And and he does it with any and he did it with like you've mentioned before, Dave, the four year guys. Now he's doing it with one and dones. So he's. He's yeah. really assimilating to the times. Yeah, he's uh, he's very adaptable. Yeah. And he's done it with Team USA. I mean, not like it's hard to win with yeah. Team USA, but like we've seen people lose, and he he was part of the people that got up. it back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. And the world talent in terms of basketball is better than it's ever been th- today, mm-hmm. you know, the last 10 years. It is, and I will, but I will say, though, with Duke, I've been saying that they look so beatable, and I did not think that they were going to win this all, and it doesn't, and I did, I said it, I didn't think Michigan State would be the team, I thought it would be Vatek or uh, Gonzaga who lost, but I, I really just, I didn't understand how heavy favorites they were throughout this entire tournament, I just didn't see it, and the last three games reflected it, between this, Vatek, and uh, UCF, they could have lost yeah. all three of those games. Well, that's why I, on, on, uh, Sunday, I was like, "There's no chance." They were 0 and 4 against the spread, um, like or 0 and 3 against the spread before that game. I was like, "There's 3, no yeah. way I'm putting any money on Duke." And so many people still did it. I was like, "This is," a, and it was like a two point spread, I think, maybe even one and a half. And I was like, "Michigan State is gonna win this game." I'm like, "They're they've almost got beat by two teams who are not nearly as good as them." I'm like, "Michigan State is just as good as them." And Hey, they went out there and played their ass off. That was such a back and forth game too. Yeah, was, I mean, that was really I, a, a coaching battle. It was, you could see it. I thought it was over yeah. when Duke went up 30-21. I thought they had all the momentum, and then they just they just were turning it over. Zion was like throwing it. Yeah, right. Uh, they went on like a 12-0 run to get to thir- 30 or 21-30. Yeah, and, and then, then 30, and then they the same thing happened. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Michigan State did the same thing, and it was right back where we were at. Yeah, it's. Yeah. That was it. Was a great game. I I needed. I'm I'm out of it because I'm in the big tournament. Out of it because Anthony leapfrogged me actually because he. I needed just Kentucky to win or Duke to win. They both lost. Now the best I can do is second. I think I I think the best I I can do is the best I can do is third in my in my biggest money bracket because I have Virginia and Virginia's got to win. If not, I won one of my smaller ones. It was like nine people. So it's like, I'm not too upset, but yeah, the. I, between the two, it was like it seemed like at least one of them was a guarantee, either Kentucky or Duke winning. Yeah, yeah, no, that's true. I mean, but at once this Kentucky, point, dude, this guy, kid in my office predicted the Final Four. Really? Yeah. Really? He, How many brackets did he have though? One. I mean, I don't know in outside of his life, but in our office pool, he had one, and he's got all four Final Four. Well, picks. yeah, but he, I mean, he may have seventeen brackets. He may be in seventeen. Still, I mean, I mean, it's still impressive. Seventeen but... tries. I don't know if I'm nailing this Final Four. Yeah, I don't think I would have been coming out with this. <laughs> I mean, good Texas Tech. I could have, I could have definitely seen they're the number one defense. I, I, I I've been talking about them. I yeah, just had Texas them Tech is more good. believable. I never would have million Tech years is picked off. Michigan State is very believable. Um, 
I would have well, picked all four seeds. All very believable. Michigan State and Virginia were very likely, uh, pretty much, because Duke wasn't as impressive. You, yeah, you knew it was going to be Duke or Michigan State out of that. Yeah, you, you knew it was one of those two. And then, and then in the and the other other bracket was, I mean, Auburn is the big surprise. Yeah, I would have taken all four seeds below them to go to win before I would have taken them. I wouldn't have taken Kansas. I, I not Kansas. I, w- I would have just based on Bill Self and Kansas's talent. It's I, just I don't know. I just it felt weird. A lot of the blue bloods this year just weren't like the same, like the Villanovas and yeah, we talked about that the, before. Yeah, they were just not. But I but mean, you, we, like you said, we're left with. Uh, oh, are we gonna say Dave? Just say, uh, fuck all those people who are pissed about how chalk it was this year. Like, sure, a couple first rounds <laughs> upsets now are it great, hasn't been as much. but this is what we get. In that we get these fucking amazing games in the later rounds, and that's what you want. I don't want to see Loyola Chicago against fucking Kentucky losing by 38. Like, I don't give a fuck. Great. They won. Like, let the the Loyola Chicago's win, like, over a five or a six seed or a four seed in the first round. But keep the one, twos, and threes in. Like, I want those teams to beat up on each other at the end. I don't yeah. want to see a fucking 11 seed in the final four or Florida Gulf Coast. I don't care. They never win. They never. They, if they did win, it doesn't change their prominence. Like Wichita State's probably the most like incredible like non-major school outside of Gonzaga. Like in terms of tournament success, and they don't. They, they haven't gotten any better. They've gotten worse. Who's the last? Who's the last? Like the lowest seed to win is it Villanova in '85. No, Val, Valvano. Valvano was an eight seed. Villanova was a six. Oh, there were a six. Yeah, and then UConn was a seven when they won with. Uh, Napier. Yeah, so there's a few, but those are also big programs. Oh, they're not been yeah. majors. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But like, yeah, like but they're, a, yeah, they're a, lower. Seeds. None of those teams. So. The point is, none of those fucking teams turn it. Uh, they're like, oh well, they're a good basketball school. All of a sudden, like, no, they're still the fucking same basketball school they weren't before. You know? Yeah. They just got hot. But we do have four basketball schools in, aside from Texas Tech and Auburn. What the fuck am I saying? We've got two basketball schools, and then. A football school, and then I don't really know what Texas Tech is. I guess they're kind of a football school too. But that's the final four. We got Virginia Auburn first game on Saturday at six. What do you guys think of that? The spread is uh, five and a half in favor of Virginia. I think Virginia's on a mission. Um, Auburn is going to be playing man down. One of their best players torn ACL. Um, what's his name? Kiki. Uh, yeah. So. I think so too. It's just these games have been tough. Even Tommy's doing great picking in the Elite Eight, but I thought a lot of them were. It's just a lot of them are close. So the underdog is kind of right. Like, yeah. Like I, I definitely, th- I definitely think Virginia's going to win, but I also thought Kentucky was going to win. Right. I'm. I mean, I'm telling you, telling you right now. I'm taking that. I'm buying a half point, taking that at six, and I'm hoping that some heavy money's laid on Virginia so I can get that spread a little bit wider and I'm yeah. taking it and I'm taking the dog in that one to cover. I mean, yeah, if you're, obviously, I, I think Virginia's going to win, but man, Auburn, Virginia even down close games. That's the thing. Yeah. Even so, down, um, what's his name? Kiki. They still, they beat, they still Kentucky. beat Kentucky. Yeah. I mean, they, who had PJ Washington back? So it's yeah. like, mm-hmm, who looks really good. True. There. Could be the old, the old Ewing theory finally for Virginia. Virginia, he got like hurt. He like he like someone stepped on his leg, and then he started making all of his three pointers. I was like, okay, you just needed to get slapped in the face. Then he's like the rookie yeah. of the year. Fucking gets hurt and becomes a, a great player. Yeah, I mean, I don't think he's a rookie, but yeah, he was. I, I don't know. What, I think he's a sophomore. no. He, I think he's a senior. Senior? 
maybe junior. I don't know. I yeah. think he's a junior if I had to bet on it. But, um, but yeah, he's just he's he's unreal at threes. He's forty four percent, and he couldn't make them. Couldn't buy a basket, and they made it through those games. And now, you know, he was going. He was basically going tick for tack with Carson Edwards for a couple minutes. Mm-hmm. It's not the whole game. Carson Edwards is another guy we need to talk about. He's just. I mean, where's this guy projected to go in the in the draft? He was pulling up from the parking lot. Yeah, I mean, was, people are. Yeah, he really he was he was making as deep threes as I've ever seen consistently. Maybe aside from Jimmer. Yeah, I mean that's kind of what it reminds me. I don't, I don't me know of. if as many though. I mean, was Jimmer making eleven or what? Would he make eleven? Would he make ten threes? Yeah, yeah, I mean, Jim, but Jimmer was having that game every game. Yeah, Jimmer was pulling up anywhere inside half court, and he was going. Eight for twelve. Yeah, people three. forget <laughs> how like insane Jimmer's tournament run was. <laughs> yeah, that was unbelievable. He fucking captivated the nation. That was like people fell in love with him after that. And then he came to the NBA. It was nothing. But he's back. I'm so glad he's back. I, I mean, am too. And he's and he's awful again. The, the, has he played like really terrible? I've only watched. Like, I remember his first 10 game. Minutes. He was one for ten. All right. Well, you well, know, got to get back in the groove. He's yeah. you know he's weirded out by the toilets flushing the right way and stuff now. You know. Just getting used to American McDonald's. He just had a second kid, so he's probably not sleeping. You know. Yeah, and he went to BYU, so you know he's got. A, he has a lot more distractions once he got married. Yeah, exactly. Um, also, he he posted a picture with the kid in like his wife. You know, after the whole you know, kids fine, the wife's fine, they're happy in the in the room, and he's wearing a Kings hoodie. He's wearing. A, he's on another team. What? Like, he's on the Suns, right? Yeah, he's wearing a sack. You can like clearly see it if you know if you've ever seen the Kings logo. Like they're in the same division, right? Yeah. Like I mean, it's, we don't it's really literally the only thing I can think of is like it was like the you know oh midnight you know four a.m. the baby's coming. I just like grab the first thing that's there. But why would the Kings jersey or the Kings hoodie be the fucking first thing that's on the top of your like closet or pile of clothes? You know? Was that he played for the Kings before, right? Yeah, that was who drafted okay, yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna yeah, say. Yeah, no, that's why he was wearing so, it. But he's... yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, no, that, that's plausible. Then maybe he didn't get his son. Maybe he figured yet. I'll ruin this in case I got anything up. Yeah, I, the baby yeah, gets the, the I mean, after. The after. Got any fluids the on after? Uh, after birth. But uh, <laughs> yeah, the other game. You know, we got Texas Tech and Michigan State. I think it's gonna be another close one. Texas Tech has been. He, They've been he's they've been killing it. I mean, the number one defense in the country has been playing like the number one defense in the country. They're just shutting teams down. Oh, they're scary. Like yeah. the what they did to Gonzaga was unreal. I could not believe what they did to them. I mean, you saw. I figured like they'd probably be playing from behind at the end. They took over in the last two minutes there, and I mean, yeah, it was, they, Gonzaga just their pressure just completely collapsed, mm-hmm. collapsed Gonzaga. Like they were, are they were some of the turnovers were forced, and some of them were they were just making mental errors because they were in fear of the press. It was it was just like they kept same with Duke, they kept handing the ball over, just turnover after turnover. Oh what Duke have twenty one turnovers Something in that like game? That. It was crazy. I, I I saw it come up at one point, there was maybe like six minutes left and they had like seventeen turnovers. Yeah. I was like, wait a minute. But then I thought about it and I was like, no, I was like, they've been getting run on in transition the whole time. Dave, your mic's off. Yeah, Dave. <laughs> I we still couldn't hear you. No, I think it's off now. I don't know what you did. I pressed it a million times. This fucking thing. 
<laughs> what um, were you saying? Though? I was just like- saying, all right, it wasn't even a fucking good point. Now it's going to be like, there's all this buildup, and it was just like an offhanded compliment or, or comment. And it was just saying, you're not going to win any fucking ball games, turn the ball over 17 times. Yeah, no, that's it's 100% true. But, you know, this matchup here, this Michigan State-Texas Tech matchup, I'm like, I think it's going to be the better of the two, honestly. I could see the other one. Like I said, I'm going to take Auburn, but there's a world where I see Virginia just kind of blowing them out. Auburn's run kind of coming to an end there. Them losing a little bit of that momentum, especially with a long time off right now. Like, what, they have I mean, we want to see Michigan. Like, the world wants to see Virginia-Michigan State, right? Like, we're all in agreement. That's what we want to see. Yeah, but I think a Texas Tech, um, who's Texas Tech Virginia would be interesting. Texas Tech Virginia would be like forty-eight to forty-two. Yeah, or Texas Tech Auburn. I mean, that'd be kind of cool because it would be someone who never wins winning. Like it wouldn't be like, a, oh, it's Virginia. Well, or, I just, I, I can't, I, 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 I just don't think Auburn could do it. Yeah, it's definitely gonna be tough. It's, I, mean, I mean, they're proving us wrong time and time again, but I don't think. Like if Auburn makes it, give me either of those teams over whatever the spread is. I don't care. Yeah. Like give me it's not going to be more than like four or five, but give me Texas Tech and Michigan State with the spread over Auburn. Yeah, I agree. Texas Tech would shut them the fuck. I think I think Virginia will definitely win it. Um, Don't know about the spread, and then I think I think Texas Tech was gonna is gonna win. I do. What's the spread on this one again? Uh, I think it's two and a half. Two and a half, two yeah. Two and a half, that's a real fuck you to everyone. I yeah, know. That, that I think I'm, I'm going to hope to anyone. I think I'm going to go a dog there, too. I might as well just take Texas Tech money line at that point. I fucking I just know. hate that two and a half line or that three and a half line because it's the yeah. it's the one possession line. So, like, if, you, if you're down by three or down by four, go, you, like, you don't cover it because you're taking bad shots free and, throw. You're, and you're hitting, giving them free throws. Yeah, exactly. So, like, That's you have to lose on like you have to win or like lose on literally like a buzzer beater. Yeah, no, that's really it's a real shit situation to be in. So I, but really, I mean, like, you might as well just take it money line and get and grab the fucking yeah the value. Yeah, yeah. So you guys, so what's your predictions? Just game winners. Who are we gonna see in the final? Uh, Michigan State, Virginia. Which I'm happy with then because I'm, I, I'm I, saying I, Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech. Oh no, it that sounded bad. Virginia that, and, and that I I got what you meant after. I was Virginia just, Tech is my champion. <laughs> I was coming like back, uh... coming back from the dead like Jon Snow. Yeah, yeah. I, I think spoiler. So you can't just be throwing that shit out there. We don't know who's watched and who. They all die. I don't know. I've never watched this episode. Yeah, they all they, they all, all die. Dave hasn't watched. Oh my god! I just realized something. We're twelve days away. We are actually after we get off here, it'll be eleven days left until the new season of Thrones. I don't think I'm ready. Correction: Dave eleven so eleven days left. Statement. Eleven days left until day four of the Masters. That's what you meant to say. Yes, that's going to be a great situation end of the masters hopefully a playoff goes till like 8 30 and then we just pop right into thrones at nine i mean yeah you're gonna have a boner for like six hours after watching tiger hoist the trophy into game of thrones dude if tiger wins the masters and it's i and i have the it's patriots day in massachusetts marathon monday we get the day off from school it's gonna be great you get the day off for that yeah it's it's a massachusetts holiday because that's such bullshit that you guys get that fucking holiday yeah, it's Patriots Day. We started it in 2001 when the uh, when the rain started. We were like, damn, this team's good. We're going to have to make this a holiday. That is, so, that's unreal. 
We've only got two. So that's not really why it's the holiday. It's the holiday because I, I just zoned out completely. I was gonna yeah, say, you like fucking serious there. about that? <laughs> I look like an idiot. Yeah, but I that mean, is like some far. fucking Boston bullshit. If I ever heard it, I was like, it just it plays into the history so 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 well. Yeah, I was like, neither of them will know if I'm telling the truth. I, 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 <laughs> No, I, I should know. I'm being a history guy. I should know better than that. But yeah, I mean, the team name is great for the state, and yeah, no, it it, it it definitely works. But back to the sports, I think it's going to be Tech and Texas Tech and Virginia as well, Sully. And out of that, I think uh, probably Virginia wins. I'm going with Virginia. This could be the second year in a row I picked the champion right. And both didn't win the bracket both times, the big one. How how crazy is that? Not good. It's, Not. It just shows you how hard it is to win when you're in a pool of 40-plus. Almost, almost as hard as winning the actual championship. Almost. 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 <laughs> Key word, almost. Almost. 68 teams, 40 teams. But Dave, who do you think is going to win out of Virginia-Michigan State? Your final. Hmm. He wants to go Michigan State, I can tell. He wants to, I know, I can tell him, I can tell too. He wants Izzo. I really would like to see Izzo win his second one. Um, yeah, I like Michigan State, I just think Tech's going to. Uh, I'm going to go with Virginia, that's what I have in my bracket, I'll stay true. <clears throat> nice, alright, so we're all in agreement there. Um, so, I didn't come up with Defend the Walls for you guys. I'm just realizing now I meant to do that and then got a phone call right before the episode started. So I'm going to come up with one for each of you on the spot. Um, who wants to go first? Um, I'll go first. Sully, you'll go? Okay, Sully, um, A or B? Not that it matters. <laughs> 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 I'm just, I got one ready, and I'm going to think of another one. All right. Just ask you. All right, Sully. Um I just lost it. No, I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it. Okay, Sully. The Red Sox are going to repeat from going from first to worst. This is it. It doesn't matter if the team's the same thing. They're going to be the worst team in the AL East this year. They're going to be the worst team in the AL East? Yes. Yeah. Oh, this is, man. This, is, this isn't a phase, <laughs> Sully. This isn't a phase. This is how it's going to be. Okay. All right. win one out of every five. That's it. Let me hit my inhaler. Yeah, yeah. You, uh, you, you, you think about that one for a second. Go for All it. All right. All right, so the biggest concern with the Boston Red Sox right now um, is the starting pitching. So if they do not get the starting pitching, I believe they have two more runs than innings right now. So it's not going to carry on at that rate. But Sale looks – he looked awful in that. Uh, Eduardo Rodriguez hasn't looked good. Avaldi uh, hasn't looked good. Um, no one's looking – everyone's looking awful right now. So – if 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 Sale can't figure it out, they are that takes away a bunch of wins for them, like ten plus wins. So maybe he, maybe Sale just loses it. If he just loses it, maybe Mookie Betts regresses from like two years ago when he batted two seventy. And the same thing with Ben Attendi, Bogarts as well. They all had great years last year. Um, it would also mean Raphael Devers not panning out whatsoever. Their bullpen also there could be a huge. Achilles heel for them. Their bullpen is possibly the worst in baseball. Actually, it probably is the worst in baseball. Brazier, Barnes, those are their two best. Those are their two closers. I mean, so if they don't get their starting pitching fixed out, and that coupled with how bad their bullpen is, they could be they could be in a, losing a ton of close games, high scoring games at the end of games. And the Rays, I think, are going to be very good. Uh, the Yankees, we know they're going to be there. 
So then it really would, would be about being better than the Orioles and the being worse than the Orioles and the and the Blue Jays. And the Orioles have some fight in them right now. Um, they're looking really good. They have some young talent. Mancini's having a good year um, so far. They have this Drew Smith Jr., good outfielder for him. Um, so, I, I mean, I really can't see them being worse than the Orioles. I tried, but... <laughs> It's all right. So that was a tough just, one. It's tough. It was tough for me to think of something on the spot, and it was tough for you to answer my bullshit question. Dave, yours. Chris stops did it. No, I'm just kidding. We're not gonna go. Oh man, <laughs> we're not gonna go there. That was that, that would have been a tough taste. one. That was in poor taste, but I just had to get a little Nick's jab in there. Um, oh, but man. Uh, hey, man, I defend. I defend the rights. I'm I'm with Chris stops. Unless he did it. Unless he did it, yeah. But for now, yeah, if he did it, for now, for now, I'm just saying. My sports allegiances aside, I defended Ezekiel Elliott more than anyone I know, because that man didn't do a single thing wrong and got got accused and got his life ruined for a little bit. So, I'm a big mm-hmm. innocent until proven guilty guy. I like it. I hope you're there for me when I'm potentially in a situation like that in the future. Not that I have anything like pending or I'm worried about anything coming up, but if if I'm ever in a situation, Dave's going to be by my side in that one. Well, but we'll Dave, see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dave. So the AAF announced this week that they are shutting down. Dave, there's a way. How do I phrase this? Although the AAF didn't work out, not the AFL, the AAF didn't work out. The XFL is going to work, and there will be two professional football leagues in this country. Oh, I love this. I was talking about it before. Um, I think the AAF made some. I think the XFL one is making some is avoiding some really big mistakes. The AAF made. Uh, I've said it before, but the AAF did not do any marketing, and if they did, they need to hire a new fucking agency because I didn't see a commercial, I didn't see an internet ad, I didn't even know the fucking league was starting until. Like the day before, so they they did they went also they went to we're clear that the going to shit cities or like te- cities without teams isn't working. There just isn't the fan base. They like college more than the pros. Um, and the XFL is doing the opposite. It's going to major cities, a couple that don't have like you know like St. Louis and places that recently lost cities or lost teams, but they're in major markets for the most part. Um, the other thing the XFL has on its side is nostalgia. Um, you can pull at the heartstrings of people. I know it's a new rebranded league and they're trying to be a little less WWE type, uh, this time around, but people still remember that people still like have that XFL vibe and they want that now more than ever, that like extreme version of like, you know, no bullshit football. They're, they're tired of the no fun league. And most importantly with XFL, XFL has, and this kind of builds on my first point, is Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon is one of the greatest marketers and er, public entertainers that we've seen in our lifetime in the in this last generation. Um, and he just knows how to sell something. I mean, look what he turned WWE into a you know billion upon billion dollar company. He ate up every single one of his rivals, every wrestling league. They just owned by WWE now. It's one of the biggest businesses in the in the whole country. And I think he's just going to apply a lot of the same stuff to the XFL. He's got a really smart guy as a commissioner and Oliver Luck, Andrew Luck's dad. Um, They're taking an extra year to get everything in order. They will market the hell out of this league. They will get star-studded names like, you know, like the Manzels, like people. You know, we know Zach Stacy's name. We know Trent Richardson's name. But we're not like, oh, you know, let's. 
Can't we see Trent run it out? We're like, oh, okay, I remember when he was good and then he was fucking terrible. But I just think they're going to do a much better job of recruiting bigger names, pushing those names, making them part of the marketing material, getting people ready, and Vince McMahon's going to sell the shit out of it. And, you know, maybe it doesn't last long term, but they'll have two or three years minimum. Yeah, they won't have fluidity issues and... Um, yeah, that's another thing. Vince McMahon's the a fucking eight weeks. a billionaire. Like he, they'll be fine money wise. Plus, they have the backing of the the uh, broadcasters. So, I'm I'm totally in on the XFL. I think I think the AAF. I don't think this spells the end for the XFL. I think it actually will help the XFL. Helps, right? Yeah, because it'll be the only game in town when when it comes time. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Great guys. Sorry, I don't have another one for you. I dropped the ball, but that's we fine. move on. We move on to some basketball. All right. So we, in the East, the West, the playoff field is decided. Seating's not decided, but the field is decided. So we're going to talk about the East. The East so far, we obviously have Milwaukee and Toronto clinch the top two spots. Then you got Philly, Boston, and Indiana in uh, three, four, five. Not decided where at yet. Philly probably going to be the three seed it's going to be tough for anyone to catch them they're three and a half games back the celtics right now but who's going to have home court in this uh boston and indiana series will be interesting whoever gets that four seed they're tied right now so that'll be interesting to see how that plays out but then six through ten it's kind of close you got detroit brooklyn and miami rounding out six seven eight right now and then orlando and charlotte not too far off charlotte is uh two games back or three games back of Miami and Orlando is only a half a game back of Miami. Who do, you guys, who do you guys think is getting in there? You think this is it? You think this is set? No, I think Charlotte is, I know we're four games to go, two games. I think Charlotte's out of it. Um, I think it's, I think the Nets should make it. Um, I think honestly, actually I think the magic are definitely going to make it. I think it's between the heat or the Nets. And I think the heat are going to be the team that misses it. Cause they have the, they both have awful, really tough schedules. Um, yeah, the Magic get the Knicks tomorrow, so that's a win. <laughs> I hope. I hope it's a win for the Magic. Yeah, well, you are in the worst team in the league by three games, so. I know. Don't. Uh, I'm counting down. We're, our Magic number is one, Tommy. <laughs> our Magic number is one. Yeah, they have that locked up. But so the Heat, the Heat have the Timberwolves. They have the Celtics. Wait, they have the Celtics first. Again, which I think will be a loss. Um, I then Timberwolves probably a win, could be a loss. Raptors that'll be a loss. Sixers probably a loss, and then we play the Nets, which I am going to next Wednesday, and I hope they lose so I see Dwayne Wade's last game once again selfishly. So, um, I mean that looks like a lot of L's. Raptors, Sixers, Celtics, barring uh, players sitting for precautionary. That could but, that could apply with the Sixers game. Um, then the Nets schedule they have a very tough schedule as well. The Magic, who else do they play? The Magic play like the Knicks, I think the Hawks. It's it's weak. The Nets the, the Nets have the Raptors. The Net, the, the, Bucks, oh, saying, the I said the Magic. The Nets yeah the Nets have the Raptors, Bucks, Pacers, Heat. Yeah, they have a tough they That's have awful. they have a tough That's, run there. And they they're a half a game above the Heat. So both of those teams are. Uh, those are both brutal stretches. Yeah, it's gonna be. I mean, it's gonna be interesting to see who makes it in. I mean, I, 
I don't really see any of those teams beating the higher seeds in the first round. I think it's probably going to be a one, two, three, and then four or five, whoever wins the Indiana-Boston series. But, I mean, I, I don't see any the one, two, or three seeds in the East getting beat. No. I mean, yeah, I mean, the Bucks, the Bucks would. I mean, the Bucks are really good. They're, they're resting Giannis. Um, Brogdon is a question mark. Miritich is out. So they, they may be a man down, but they, they looked way too good to lose to any of those teams. Yeah. Well, Raptors always make it out of the first round. Yeah, I mean. Uh, damn. Nick, I'm going to be interesting. No, sorry, what are you saying, I just, Dave? I just caught that the Knicks got games against Washington and Chicago left. Not good. Ah, you just need to lose one more game? Yeah, we do have Houston, so we should be good. James Harden likes to, you know, he likes to hang 50 on you. Yeah, well, 60, whatever he's feeling. Yeah. I mean, realistically, too, the Bucks, they have the Sixers, the Nets, the Hawks, and the Thunder. They're they resting all four of the, Oh, they're resting Giannis, though. They're resting Giannis. Damn, so they'll probably end up, like, 59 wins. They'll probably go, like, one and three over that stretch. So the, uh, the Bucks. In their last game, achieved their forty-fifth double-digit win of the season. Seven, seven NBA teams in history have done that before. All seven have gone on to win the NBA championship. Wow! Including two of the last three Warriors championships. Do you think that's an important stat for this year, or no? I don't think it's important or unimportant. I just think it's interesting. I think I think they are. I think if they get healthy, they're not healthy. I think they're certainly the real deal. I think they'll be in the Eastern Conference Finals. I think they can give the Warriors a very tough match matchup. Um, Giannis is unguardable, so that's that's the one. Like LeBron is guardable, even like even when LeBron is at his best, he is guardable. But Giannis is like even though he can't shoot, it's like and Giannis does shoot like I think twenty eight or twenty nine percent from three. It's not good, but he can shoot or it's thirty or something. He can shoot threes. Shoots like one or two a game. It's not like he doesn't shoot them, like Ben Simmons, but um, I don't know. They have a lot of firepower. With Middleton, Brogdon, great defender. Um, uh, what's Miritich? Brooke Lopez really stretches the floor for them and gives them another shooter. I don't know. So they, they kind of have a stretch five too with with Lopez. So they kind of they can play the small ball type with 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 the uh, Warriors. Even though he's not he's not a small ball guy, but he can stretch the floor. Yeah, yeah, I think it's going to be uh, – it'd be interesting. That would be a good matchup. That would probably be the best one. Toronto's they, – they've been so good too, Toronto, but they've also looked so bad at times when they have their full I, lineup. I can't like, buy them against the Warriors. No, no, no that's what yeah. I'm saying. They could win like a – they could make – series would probably be like 4-2. They'd probably, probably. win two games against them. They win their yeah, probably they're, their – they, they do have the talent, and they don't often play with all their talent. Usually they have someone out, whether it be Kawhi or Danny Green or Kyle Lowry. Yeah. Um, they do have pedigree, you know, with Kawhi now and uh, Danny Green. So it is change of, you know, new cast of characters in some ways. And Siakam is, is absolutely insane. Love Siakam. Yeah. <laughs> He's but, absolutely insane. Um, and there's another huge game tonight um, for the one seed in, in out west. Warriors Nuggets, yeah. Warriors Nuggets. Ten thirty. So, if the Warriors win it, they have it sealed. If not, it's pretty much a coin flip. Mm. Um, Ble- uh, Bleacher Bookie, that's one of our picks today. Uh, Nuggets plus eight and a half. I think that's a great. I, I looked at that too. I said 
a lot of times. I mean, people remember the the opening win that they had in in Denver, but the, they've played them twice since then and lost by seventeen and thirty one. So it's not like they've exactly like followed up on the on the win. Right. That they I know, had. but it's it's two it's two games though. And I'm this just... is such an important game. This is this is literally pretty much. I mean, for the like Sully said, if the Warriors win tonight, they lock up the one seed pretty much. And if Denver wins, you know, they have a chance to actually win it. Yeah. Who's uh, your think... Who's your favorite? First round potential first round upset. If you had to pick one lower seed in the NBA playoffs to win, who would it be? Well, um, as it stands right now. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I think Boston, Indiana is an easy one, but like, do, oh, yeah. do you well, like well, any others? Four and yeah, five four or five don't, don't count. Yeah, okay. All right, mine is pretty. Simple. I think. I think it's. I the think Clippers. the. Oh, I was just about to say oh, that. Oh, I knew you were. Right. I, I was good. Yeah. If, if the Clipper, it depends who they play. If they play Houston, it'll be great series for um, you know, you know the the team, the beef those teams have, obviously with Chris Paul and you know Doc and you know all all the things that have happened in the locker room the last couple of years. But if they play the the Trailblazers, I, it wouldn't almost even be an upset because they don't. Although they're still playing great, the Blazers, even without what's his name Nurkic, they're eight in their last. One eight out of the last ten. Um, yeah, I mean, like I like any of those three. I like the Clippers, Spurs, and Thunder against Portland. Yeah, yeah. yeah I also like don't Spurs. hate the Thunder against the Nuggets. No, I was gonna say that too. If the Nuggets end up with the that one, would be that'd be a good possible. series. But something to I mean, the Nuggets, the Spurs, and Thunder are tied for seven and eight right now. Yeah, they are. Something to keep an eye on though is um, Russell Westbrook's technical foul total. Um, because he was suspended a week or two ago for yeah. getting sixteen. Does has that he, carry has over he received into the postseason? His, it does. Oh, oh! You hate to see someone lose their temper, and <laughs> which I think, which I think is a great rule, which yeah, I, I absolutely love because it, it means you can't be an idiot all year. But so, well, that's something he struggled with his whole career. So yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, you, you'll get reprimanded for it. Not like in other sports where we have Super Bowl MVPs winning that use steroids. Cough, cough. Who, Brady? I'm not going to I'm not gonna address Edelman. that. No, Edelman. Oh, well, you know, it's hard, oh, to, we, keep, hard we, to keep track of all those cheaters. In, we, we, we digress. In but, but my point is, I don't know if he's gotten his 17th. Does, does anyone know if he got his 17th? Because if it's every other one you get suspended. So he either has two more until he gets suspended or one more. And he gets suspended. I hope Joey Crawford tees him up before tip-off. <laughs> and they're just like, yeah, you can't play. Sorry, Russ. <laughs> it's yeah. just because, like, because if it, when they don't play, they don't have a good record, obviously. I mean, it's it's crazy. Like, when Colin, Colin Coward breaks it down perfectly. I don't know if you guys saw the video. He takes 21 shoots or less. He, he, he goes, you, you shoot less, pass. It was like step one. It was like, shoot less, step two, win. Step three, see step one. That's it. Yeah, I mean it's when, so when, true. When, when when he shoots under twenty one uh, times from the floor, they win like seventy five percent of their games. When he sh- when he, when he shoots more than twenty two times, they win like thirty nine percent of their games. The, but there cannot it, there isn't a, a more stubborn, less logical player. Yeah, I don't in the know NBA if there's a, I don't know if there's a coach that can coach him. Yeah, maybe no. Popovich. Maybe Popovich is the only one that I could think of. I don't think it would even work out there. I think he would be. I think I'm he'd just still be a dick. Of Pop's greatness and how he would literally just have him. You shoot the ball, you're you're doing laps. You're getting in the pool, do laps all day, do do suicides, whatever. Yeah, I would love ball. to see it. But yeah. Um, um, oh know, wait, sucks. he got another technical. F- oh no, they rescinded his latest technical foul. Classic. 
I bet you yeah. that becomes a conversation. They're gonna oh wait, I, I I saw what it was. It was stupid. It was it was stupid. Whatever. Well, I can't remember what happened, but I remember seeing the video of him getting teed up, and I was actually like, oh no, never mind. No, no, I'm I'm thinking of the right thing. I can't remember when it was. It was I think it was over the weekend. It but was, it, yeah, this this article was published on the um uh, today, so it must have happened. Yeah, this yeah, week. it was within the last few days, and whatever it was, it was stupid. Whatever he got teed up for. I don't even think he did anything. I think he was literally so just he, like so he no that would have been that would have been a one game suspension. So he the next one that next technical foul he gets suspended. You bet your ass that's going to happen in the playoffs. Oh yeah. Playoffs. Unless so unless they get right. the refs get a call from Silver just like don't fucking do it. Don't you yeah, do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, don't. I mean yeah. and it depends especially depending on the the team he plays. I mean they're not going to play the Jazz it doesn't look like. I but. mean like he he's so it's such a lock for him to get a technical that if he doesn't get a technical, I'm now automatically going to think that Silver made a call to the refs. Like, that's <laughs> a, yeah, I'm, I've just but convinced he's had, myself. He's, he's had trouble in Denver before, and they've, it's like almost likely they're going to play Denver. Bro, he's had trouble everywhere outside of Oklahoma City. No one likes him. No, everyone always yeah, gives know, him but shit. But I'm saying especially in Utah and Denver. Yeah, okay, that's, that's situation. That's, definitely that's what fair. I'm saying. So if, if he plays Den- Denver, the fans are going to get it in his head. Um, I mean... It's just it's just so funny to me when he said, like, there have been messed up things saying to him, and, like, I'm not defending those people at all. Like, like whether they're racist marks, they're awful, where, you know, we're, we're on his side in that regard. It's just, like, like he says, like, he doesn't care about them, and then, like, he's like, I don't care. He, he'll say things like, I don't care. He can't phase me. It's like... Dude, like for the lesser things, like a guy put a phone in your face and you freaked out and hit it out of his hand. He's literally the most phased player in the entire league. Like, what do you mean it doesn't <laughs> like, phase you? you like, dude, like, that's what he said. Most you get hot and bothered when a fucking fan tells you you suck. Yeah, like, I mean, it, it's just I don't know how do people continue to defend this guy. I don't get it. Like, I, like we've said it before. I'm if say, someone says something racial or or threatens physically, like. In a serious manner, you know, something about your family. Outside, that's fucked up and doesn't need to happen, but that's true for anyone in the world. doesn't matter your professional athlete, and that, whatever. That does happen more than it should. And players, players have the self-control to know the sensitivity of the situation. And that, I agree. That, I agree. That, that is, and, it, and that's wrong, too. And, and it's good that they're, they're policing that. Um, but like, outside of that, my ticket certainly does buy me the right to say whatever I want to you. If I want to yes. call you a fucking bum from six inches across, away from you, that's fine. Yeah. I can, I can, you can deal with it and you can not deal with it. If you hit me, you're going to go to, you should go to jail or serve the same consequences that you it would though. be if, exactly. That's why it's bullshit that the players say, oh, we, we have no protection. The fans have all the protection. Like, no, you fucking if idiot. If a fan runs on the court, they're literally in the, in, in the prison. Like in a half hour, less than a half yeah. hour, they're in a jail cell. Yeah. If you Meta World Peace laid the fuck out half the fans in Detroit, and <laughs> and he, I don't remember him going to jail. Yeah, no. Jermaine O'Neal put a guy in the hospital. Like, what are you talking about here? And that guy wasn't even trying to hit him. He just he fucking just, Captain Falconed him. <laughs> Captain Falcon. <laughs> yeah, Falcon Punch. All the way, fucking guy flew twenty feet. <laughs> That's so bad. It was so funny. It's just oh, like so I, I don't get. It. I'm so tired of hearing the players be act like the victims. It, you know, if racial is one thing, physical threat, talking about family, 
fine. You have the right to be mad, but if you hit someone, you should you should serve the consequences. Even the family thing, I, as long as it's not too bad. I mean, it's like people say things about people's mothers all the time, and like a yeah, mother, like, like your wife's ugly, like all that shit. That's fine. That's fine. But like I, I, you know, I'm not even gonna say what it what it could you know crosses the line. But yeah, you, you know, you can get the idea. But like normal fucking sports banter. Curse words, not curse words. That is fucking fair game, and that is absolutely what my ticket buys me. My ticket buys me an experience, and that's part of my experience. If another fan doesn't want to make that part of their experience, that's fine. But it's just like how I view the country. You you can do what everyone can do, whatever they want, until your rights, until your you know your stuff starts to infringe on my rights. Yeah. Everyone do what you want until your shit starts to affect my shit. Yeah, the o- the only th- the only thing where I get a little I may disagree with you is when I personally I don't try to go too crazy at a baseball park just because I know there's if there's a lot of kids around a lot just, of young kids yeah just, but like but like the hockey the the basketball it's really not it's it's I think it's completely different environment um, overall. I think it depends on where you're sitting in a baseball stadium. If you're sitting no, in the bleachers, I, I think, I you think ain't got too. no. If you're, you got if you're nothing. in the bleachers in Yankee Stadium, I mean, yeah, that's those are the dogs. Yeah, you're not you're not allowed to be like, upset at anything said ever. Like you 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 got you got the animals there. Like you 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 guys are you guys are brutal and like deservedly so. That's where you, you the fans go and get rowdy, and you you know that at the same token. If you're if you're gonna bring your kid there, you you should know that. That's why you sit there. Yeah, yeah. I, I got I got I got um asked to leave Fenway Park. <laughs> really i've never been left to ask to leave a park have you did i mean they to be fair it was it, it was deserved the guy came over and he was like so oh, they, there it. was like there was like kids in front of us and there was it was there was like a grand slam at one point and i said i'm like that's ah, fucking right let's fucking go fuck that fuck that. and like 10 minutes later not even like someone comes up like hey we really have like to do like no profanity in the right field section. A lot of kids. I'm like, all right, whatever. I'm hammered. And then he comes back like 20 minutes later. I was like, okay, you guys gotta go because we just didn't stop. It was, it was not oh, great. Oh, he but warned you. He warned us, and then he came over, and then luckily my buddy, who I'm not gonna name on here, but his initials are AD. He is a security at Fenway Park, and we threw his name out there, and he happened to be working the section over. And he kind of vouched for us, so we didn't get in any serious trouble, but we did have to leave. But it was like the seventh inning anyway, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, I basically had the same situation, and I like I, I didn't, but I didn't like re-aggravate the the charge, I guess. So I I, <laughs> I stayed the whole game, but like I like argued with the guy, and he and it finally he was just like, "Dude, I don't give a fuck. Just fucking yeah. I'm just trying to keep I'm you in the stadium. I have to. Yeah. It's like, like I don't give. Do you think I care? Like really? Do you think I care? I'm like, okay, just I got it, fine. <laughs> yeah, I, I, my situation too. When they came back and I asked to leave, I didn't make a fuss because I was like 19 and my buddy was 21 that I was with, and I was just hammered. I was absolutely hammered. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. I'm no, I'm in no position to argue. With just anybody. don't ask for my ID. I'll, I'll leave. I'll leave. <laughs> Literally, that's what all I was saying. I was like, okay, let's go. But yes, that brings us right into baseball, though. That was a great transition into baseball, because. It's back. It's that time. Opening week. I mean, obviously for me, it was a shitty start. We're one and four right now. Not great. Not great at all. Um, You're one and four. 
Yes, don't like to see that. We are in last place in the league, as well as the AL East, obviously. Um, yeah, it's not great. Really not a good start to the season. Every one of our pitchers has gotten rocked. Um, luckily, the Yankees haven't run away with the division. They're only a couple games ahead of us. So, I mean, yep. the Yankees are what, 2-2? Two and two? Yeah, we have Baltimore at the – yes, only a game ahead. The, the Rays have, are in first at 4-1. I thought the Orioles were in first. The Orioles are three and one, so they're a half a game behind. Okay. But the Orioles are up two nothing tonight. <laughs> what if the what if the role is just completely reversed? I know we joked about it kind of in uh defend the wall, but I mean what what if the roles are just reverses here and the Orioles just somehow <laughs> I mean it's not gonna happen, but I, I can't imagine them winning more than sixty games. No, even having won three out of the first four. <laughs> VR, VR, I didn't mention VR. He's a good player, too. That's probably their best player, Jonathan VR. He's having a very good year. Start. Mm. You know who else has a good start right now? Seattle. The team that oh, made man. my team. I really slept four. on Seattle, and then now that I look at that lineup, I'm terrified. Yeah, they're really good. They're putting up runs. They already scored 54 runs in the first seven they games. They just have such a – now they have the comeback kids, like – they have Jay Bruce, who had his worst year, who's a good player. They have D. Gordon coming off one of his worst seasons. Um, you know, you have Healy is a very underrated player. They have Domingo Santana, another comeback player who had an awful year and was, you know, couldn't find a spot in the lineup in Milwaukee with the stacked outfield and infield. Um, so he's another comeback guy who's off to a blazing start. Uh, Hanniger had a great year last year. You know what you're going to get from him. Edwin Encarnacion, he was shipped out. He's still a very 30-plus home run hitter. So you got a lot of guys that are just like, it's like the Misfits. It's like Rudolph, like Misfit <laughs> Island. Literally Misfit and Island, like, They're man. just like, they're just, like, now that I look at him, like, wow, he can hit, he can hit, he can hit, he can see. And Malik Smith, for that matter. Malik Smith is a speedster, stole 40, what, 40 bags last year on the Rays. He can hit three, he hits like a 300 hitter. And they traded the Rays were like you know as usual where you're good you don't want you so it's like all these players traded away you know Bruce from the Mets Smith from you know the Rays Encarnacion from the Indians and we thought they were rebuilding but maybe they can win eighty something games yeah I mean and you have the Phillies undefeated playing the Nationals tonight though Bryce struck out first at bat Scherzer got him but the Phillies they look pretty good I mean obviously we knew the top of that lineup was going to be really good. But Mikhail Franco had another home run today. He, that's his third. Jeez. That's each of them. So. Yeah, that Phillies lineup has been delivering. Yeah, They're hey, they could. Offense. I mean, we kind of thought they would be at the top of the division at the beginning of the season. And, I mean, the Mets are right but there with I, them. So I'm the surprised Mets with, like, good. McCutcheon. Oh, the Mets. I didn't think you'd ever mention it. We're 3-1 we're and one <laughs> right now. After this game, we'll be 4-1 and because we're up 5-1. I think we should be able to win this. Uh, we're four and one. Then we play the Marlins again tomorrow. Got Degrom going. Could very well be five and one. Um, you know, got to tempt the expectations after you know last year's twelve and two start. But this year, this team is very deep. You know, we have two of our better infield players in Frazier and Lowry out right now. McNeil's killing it. Conforto, very good. Dom Pete Alonso, Pistol Pete, this guy. Everyone needs to look out for him. He's a doubles machine. Dom Smith is even playing well now. He got his sleep apnea taken care of i mean and then it's our, our you know the bullpen with diaz and wilson and familia back that's a solid bullpen to go with lugo and gazelman so i mean i don't think we have many holes to be honest uh, i 
I, I have to say I agree with you, but I'm just looking at something right here. I love how the Marlins went back to the old logo, like the 0304 logo the with the logo actual looks fish. The logo looks good. The logo looks good. The logo looks Yeah, yeah, yeah. They – and they suck. I mean, the Marlins are going to be really bad again this year. But well, <laughs> that logo is fire. I'm really glad they brought the fish Yeah, the Marlins back. are not going to be good. Yeah. Who's going tonight for you, Sully DeGrom? Uh, well, t- tonight it's Vargas, and he's been getting shelled and somehow has given up one run in four or five innings. He's getting lucky. He's not good at baseball. I don't know why we have him and not Keuchel. But, <laughs> but tomorrow we have DeGrom. And um, last last start, we got him two runs. <laughs> but it was sure as or so. It was all we needed. Um, thankfully, that was, that was enough. But And what I, was it? It was his like 36th or 37th straight start with three or less earned runs. I think 27 or something. It's something crazy. Well, I thought it was over 30. I thought I... I don't, it, it's not over 30 because it dates back to like the middle of last summer. Okay. Or like er, er, early, early like May of June last year. But I think it's like 27. Still crazy. But he's, yeah, he's the best pitcher in baseball right now. Don't think it's arguable. No, it's really not. <laughs> it's just really like it's like he didn't have a great he didn't have a great spring, and then he he just he faces a very very solid Nationals lineup and gives up. It didn't have his good stuff. Ten strikeouts, six innings, no big deal. Mm. And uh, one more guy we obviously have to talk about is the reigning NL MVP Christian Yelich. Four games, four home runs. Guy now is five starting games. The, yeah, now five the games. Start, right. Yeah, he tied the record. Yeah, freaking. Insane starts of the season on an absolute tear. Already setting himself apart more than, honestly, anybody else, I think. I don't really think there's anyone else who's really on that guy's level in the entire league to start the season. Yeah, I really wish the Yankees traded for him instead of Giancarlo. <laughs> Oops. Honestly, yeah. You you 100% would. Yeah. Especially because of his, his defense. He's a great, great glove. Just imagine if they would have kept them both in Miami, though. And, and, uh, and Ozuna. Yeah, and he had it if down it, here because he was injured. But and he, if what's his name wouldn't have uh, Real Muto? Wouldn't, no, wouldn't. Oh, him too. Yeah, but if what's his they name had talent and Fernandez. Yeah, Fernandez. If he wouldn't have died, dude, they would have been filthy right now. Yankees would have stolen him away. Yeah, once that once that happened, that team really just like it. No one wanted to be there anymore. It was and obvious. they had D Gordon too. Oh, and they shit. did have he hit that home run after the um, death. It yes, was, it was oh against my god, the Mets. it was that was one of the best baseball moments ever. Yeah, that was insane. That Bartolo, was... Bartolo, just he's like Bartolo's like I know my job here. I'm just throwing an 85 mile an hour fastball right down the pipe. <laughs> and yeah. D Gordon, D Gordon hit it like 420 feet, and he's like I've never hit a ball that far. And if you've seen <laughs> D Gordon, you you know he's telling the truth. He's he even on steroids a for a year. He is he is like 155 pounds soaking wet. He's like you, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I can do he that though. Bombs. Yeah, ah. he's like he's like early Barry Bonds, just like real, <laughs> real slim. <laughs> you got yeah. Vargas sweating bullets over here, just somehow. Bro, it's like 20 degrees outside. It's we're in Miami. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, yeah, that's a, that's that just makes a, a little more sense. Darling Castro. Oh yeah, they got him in the trade. A year-round swamp down in Miami there, but you know, guys, I am. Um, I think that's all we got for the week. It's been it was a good week. I mean, obviously, we got one more episode that involved college basketball. We'll talk a little bit more baseball next week as the season gets going. We have more to talk about. It'll be time for the NBA playoffs coming up, NFL drafts coming up. It's an exciting time of year, guys. Very exciting time of year. But 
as always, follow us on all the social medias at BleacherFan, at BleacherBookie, on Twitter, um, the Extra Point Pod. Follow that. We'll be back next week with another good episode for you guys. See you then.